1: dollars off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR.
2: Glad to have you back. Yes sir you heard me
1: right. Here are
3: the guys Schmidt and Cranach. Well
1: Hector here's the game plan. You're gonna bring us two absolute martinis. You know how I like them straight up. And then precisely seven and one half minutes after that you're gonna bring us two more. Then two more after that every five minutes until one of us passes out. Excellent (laughs) strategy, sir. A happy birthday wish to Matthew McConaughey. He is crushing a bowl of Fruity Pebbles this morning. Uh, 53 years young. He is going to cry when his longhorns fall today to Kansas State. We're here at the Single Barrel Great Breakfast Buffet. Breakfast every morning at 7 a.m., just make it a, a day. Come on down. Get yourself some eggs and some breakfast pizza, a little coffee or a red beer or a Bloody Mary. You'll watch Nebraska pull off an upset. Double-digit dogs at home to Minnesota. And then come get a giant steak. The old 96er. Mark Cranach in his basement scaring folks. Elijah Herbal back at our ESPN studios. I'm on my way to mar lago apparently, because I look South Beach and... Gary Sharp, the Iron Horse, is tolerating all of us. Sharpie, good morning. Good morning. How Welcome? are you?
3: Uh, good. Good. You know what? The weather uh, feels like uh, football weather. Uh, Minnesota's in town. P.J. Fleck got on a bus just a little bit ago yep. and went to the stadium. We all love P.J. around here. I, I think the,
1: <laughs> the term is respect.
3: Yeah. You know what? I know what people like. You've got to separate the coach from the, the personality. Mm-hmm. He can coach football. He's I mean, good. Really, go if, good. You're, if, you're in, if you're a Nebraska fan, you can't say anything, the football stuff, about Fleck because you'd like to have that, and he has owned Nebraska, but we'll see. What a week it's been. We can't go, guys, we can't go a week without having normalcy around here, can we? No. Uh, you tell me this. Um,
1: I don't know where the, the meeting was held. <laughs> 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 Probably over Zoom, but... Man, there's, uh, there's some timeline discussion going on, isn't there?
3: Um, okay, so there is, there is definitely something happening. You don't go 50-plus days and all of a sudden one day it feels like the dam has broken. Mm-hmm. So something happened on Thursday. I know that it became a battle of older media, younger media, who wants a scoop trying to get to your sources. Something happened, whether it be people were briefed on where the search is going or Nebraska is nearing the finish line, and I know that both of those are correct.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Briefing okay. and and finish line, and is today's ball game weight, or do
3: you think it's a lean versus uh, an outside yeah, situation? I, I don't. I don't think today, if, you, if if Mickey Joseph is in the driver's seat to be the next head coach at Nebraska, I don't think today has any bearing on if, if, if you, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if you are comfortable or not with him being
0: your next head coach. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a... The wins and losses are going to be a factor, but they're not. The determining factor and Trev's probably already leaning some way. There's a couple names that emerged early that we haven't heard in a while that I'm just going to throw out there. Um, Troy Calhoun Air Force. You don't hear about him anymore for some no. reason. You haven't heard about Bronco Mindenhall, who's also been kind of on the shelf over there, just kind of waiting for his next spot. I had heard a little bit this week about Bronco from uh, a
1: coaching friend. That that was a name early in the search, perhaps.
0: Yeah, but, but regardless, uh, it's tough to imagine right now, Gary, that you know whether Mickey's the head guy or not. If you have somebody who has that much recruiting acumen, that much of a connection to Nebraska, it is difficult for me to imagine. Letting Mickey just walk out the door, right? Like you kind of can't let that happen because what would the ripple effects of that be on the locker room and in terms of just like flat out recruiting, which Nebraska desperately needs.
3: Well, he is. You have to look at him and you go, is he an is he an asset to your program? And he certainly is. Is he a bigger asset in one area or another? I mean, there, there's no denying the relationship between Trev Alberts and Mickey Joseph and a reason why Mickey Joseph came here in December and the way his contract is set up. Now, there was a... there was misinformation in Ross Dellinger's article that Mickey is guaranteed a spot on the next staff regardless of who the head coach is. That is not the case. His contract is guaranteed through 24, but if you are uh, let's say a new coach that's coming in, yes, you would, you would look at him and want to keep him, but also think about this, guys, when we have been coaching blended marriages, how often do they work? You know, what if, what if and I'm just being hypothetical here because, you know, I, I think Mickey's in a good spot to continue doing what he's doing, is what if, what if a new coach comes in here and he's got this stellar wide receiver coach who basically is Mickey Joseph? You know, what do you do then? How do you feel about running backs? Yeah, I mean it's it's like the blended (laughs) marriage of of uh, college coaching. You know, you got to take on somebody that maybe you don't know. But in this case, if you are if you are wanting Nebraska football to take the next step forward, you need as many quality people on and off the field in what they do for a living in that. In that football facility, and Mickey Joseph certainly fits that. And, you know, and I I think Trev, as he's gone through this, has probably weighed both sides. Where is Mickey stronger to Nebraska? Is the guy that runs the show or the guy that's part of the show?
2: Gary Sharp is with us here, a weekend edition of Hail Varsity Radio as we get you all set for Nebraska and Minnesota. And, Gary, it almost feels like the game today is taking a back seat to the coaching search, no? (laughs) Uh, It definitely is. And I will tell you guys, this is
3: so, this is why. It's kind of a it's kind of an interesting thing as we all we all dealt with the dam breaking on Thursday about information is if it is Mickey Joseph as your head coach, do you get out in front of next week at Michigan, which may not look good, um, you may? know, because <laughs> because if, if by chance Nebraska loses today, I mean they're not they're not going to a bowl game. Um, yeah. Pretty. I mean, that's. I mean, it'd be it'd be a miracle to go to a bowl game because you'd have to rattle off the three in a row and one of them be in Ann Arbor. So then everything focuses to the head coach. Well, how do you bring the attention back to let's finish out the 22 season? Well, let's take out who's going to be the head coach. Let's make an announcement. So I think, guys, if it's Mickey Joseph, we're getting closer to an official announcement to get ahead of what may happen in the last couple of games. So. You, you know, you don't deal with oh, geez, Mickey got Michigan crushed Nebraska. Is Mickey still the head coach? So I, I think watch over the next twenty four seventy two hours to see how things um, go. But but through it all, we've all said this. Trev's got a plan. He's been very measured in his process. Um, but I think that he has he has kind of now started to narrow down on what he wants and how quickly Nebraska needs to start preparing for twenty three. But. Man, you lose today. I don't know, guys. Are we are we interested in the last three games, even though you could still go to a bowl game? Probably not. It it shifts mightily. Uh, it goes from,
1: uh, okay, can they go hang in in, in Ann Arbor, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, that that spur that's been on your heel.
3: And, and then, yeah, you always want to beat Iowa. If you're Nebraska, it's been forever. Yeah, you would still have on the line, you know you got a couple of trophy games i don't know this is this is a weird program guys remember last year we're coming <laughs> up on we're coming up i know we're coming up on november 8th remember what happened november 8th last year that's when you made the changes with with frost staff and look mm. what the result was remember what they did in madison they almost won at wisconsin There's a Xavier Betts pass interference call that was not called that almost gave Nebraska a chance to walk out of Madison with a victory. And then there's another, you know, then the next week you come and you play against Iowa. So it's a weird program. But I um, I think now that we're in November, I think some things are starting to fall in line. And I think we'll have some resolution and
0: some, you can move the program forward is what I'm trying to say. Gary Sharp is with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Getting back to the football. And the actual contest, which you're right, have because you kind of know what you're going to get. Like Illinois went; that was just an average Illinois game. It was boring, and like mm-hmm. everything kind of went chalk, as, as sort of like you would expect it to go. Short of you know the Bryce Benhart can't get out of the stance thing and the dropped wheel route by Ramirez, and what you know. Of course, there were some interesting elements to it, but it was just a boring Illinois game. It was just like, can every I can game I add one quick,
3: one quick thing on the Benhart thing, which was shared by everybody? That's not on Bryce Benhart. Now, there's the part of the awareness of a guy's trying to, to slice you that you've got to you got to, you got to chip him, but they're taught that, believe it or not. That's a great job. In my opinion, that was a great job by Illinois to see that on film on extra points and block that, um, and I'm glad Bill Bush addressed that this week that that's how they're taught, and that will be fixed. Got it. Well, still. It, it's still Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Mark. I just want to – because Ben – because, I mean – Ben Hard has been, he has deserved a lot of the criticism. I just wanted to stand up for him on that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I, I kind of see, I see today as just kind of the same, it's 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 a, it's a repeat of last week. Unless Minnesota just turns it over a bunch of times, which they typically don't do. They're going to keep it on the ground. They're going to have 10-minute drives, right? They're going to stop the run, which Nebraska can't do. and it <laughs>
2: Right? Like, do you yeah, see it well, any other way? Okay,
3: no, I don't. But let me, ask, let me ask all three of you guys. Why do you think Nebraska can't play a game in a phone booth? Choice. Well, I, I, they, Whipple, don't uh, whip, whip,
0: they don't try. Yeah. They don't attempt. Gary, they don't attempt to do it. They, they do not attempt to do it. They might for a couple plays, and they quickly abandon, and they try to drop back, and, you know, they don't even try. Do, do you think
3: Nebraska... And, and, uh, and Elijah, I'd be interested in your opinion because today is one of those days with whoever's playing quarterback and if it's not Casey, simple is better but is Nebraska football on the offensive side with Mark Whipple do they have, even have the ability to do simple because you get bored You've got to make that
1: choice Elijah and Cranach and, and Sharpie to just find a way to win as ugly as it is or as non-fun as it may be, got to commit to it. Well, I mean, that's, look at look at Fleck; he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He is going to hand the ball off. He's going to chew clock. That's a 180 from how he got hired at Western Michigan. He's adapted, yep. and you've got to be able to accept that. And and we we don't know, guys, if if they really push comes to shove, if they can. Go jackhammer and put a, a, a twelve play, eighty eight yard drive together on the ground because it's
2: not been their DNA. But I would also I don't think it's a it's a problem with the play calling getting away from it, trying to trying to do too much, trying to have fun with the offense. I think it's more this offense can't run the football whenever the defense knows there's a run play coming. Nebraska's struggled in those situations all year long. When the defense knows it's a run, third and short even first and 10, Nebraska has struggled running the football. They've had success whenever, you know, it's, it's those tendency-breaking plays. You know, you're going second and eight and you go for the draw play. That's when the, the rushing attack has worked its best. I think it's it's not a problem with Mark Whipple getting away from the running game. I think it's the simple yeah. fact of the matter. Your running game isn't good enough to continue running the football when the defense knows a run play is coming, which is, that's a staple of the Big Ten. If you can run the ball whenever the defense knows a run play is coming, that's the hallmark of a good rushing team, and that's not what Nebraska
0: can do. Can you run no, when Jeff, you have to? By the way, Jeff in the stream says, can you three talk as if you think Nebraska could win today? Just try? (laughs) No, now, um, the whole conversation... I don't think they will today. Well, the whole conversation changes,
3: and this is very, very unlikely. If 11 is playing quarterback, I like Nebraska today. Yes. But 11 ain't playing quarterback. (laughs) I got about 2% that that may happen. Um, So it kind of, I mean, I just don't... I don't trust Whipple with Purdy and his ability and to slow the game down. And also, right. let's be honest, like you said, Mark, the, the the last two weeks, they're very two similar teams. I mean, they, they have the same mindset. They don't turn the ball over. They don't shoot themselves in the foot. And, you know, P.J. Fleck, that RPO, Tanner Morgan. I mean, they, God, they've been doing that stuff to Nebraska for a few years in a row. But I do think I, 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 I will go out. And I will make a bold prediction here. Not really a bold prediction because Nebraska last week was well prepared. I mean, they had a good game plan, guys, until until the game shifted. They're just not good enough, enough talent to overcome a hiccup when they get off script. And that hiccup was the pass that was a little underthrown to Ramir that he dropped, that it wouldn't have gone for six. We can't guarantee that. But it would have move Nebraska to midfield, and you're thinking, you know what, we're rolling right now. We're we, Outside of a bad communication mesh against man that led to an Illinois touchdown, we're feeling pretty good here, guys. And they had contained Chase Brown. So they were ready to play, and I think they will come out and they'll be prepared to play again. It's just, what happens when you get into the second quarter when things are not on a script and people start adjusting can nebraska adjust and that's where i just my hesitation on saying nebraska's got a chance to win today is kind of kind of formed around but i i took nebraska in 15 and a half 16 wherever you get it i think nebraska is a 27 17 type game today and,
0: well by the way defensively it's been remarkable Vedral, o'connell devito and now morgan six-year quarterbacks like week after week after week after it's look you are dealing with some veteran dudes that ain't scared that have been there that just know how to control and manage a game and that's not a good recipe for for Nebraska right now yeah get get old stay old
3: I mean yeah. I mean they may you know they throw in the COVID year Nebraska going to face two sixth-year quarterbacks and and here's the thing should Nebraska make every attempt in the world to have a sixth-year quarterback next year Yes. When you see what this season has been like.
1: Casey, uh, let's, uh, let's renegotiate some NIL, brother. You're, uh, you can maybe go an NFL camp. God love you. But we don't project you being on a roster.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I, I haven't. Um, and I know you, you, were, you we're having a discussion here. But I, it's interesting sitting here getting ready for Minnesota because the first game of 23 will be in Minneapolis on a Thursday night. Who's the starting quarterback? Is he currently on the roster?
0: Mm.
3: Mm. Mm. Uh, no, let's go portaling again. I mean, they, I think, I think, regardless, I think Nebraska will go and have to find another portal quarterback in the offseason Who's the OC A- next year? <laughs> it will not be Mark. I Whiple. know who it's not. Yeah. it will not be uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark Whipple.
0: It A- says Joseph might need UNL security to remove Whipple if he wants to run the football and. Whipple is too stubborn not to. Yeah, it, I can picture like a whole Saddam thing going on, right? Like the well, well, the, the, okay. So there's, there's, and there's, then all of a sudden Whipple disappears. Hey. It's a whole hey. Saddam oh, he took there's, there's part.
3: There's the, 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 oh, guys. Guys, there's a there's a whole part of this equation in this discussion. Is is You're is disappear sure. Whipple? Hey, I'm sorry. That would be a that would be such a classic. Well, that would be so classic Nebraska football. Um, is we say Whipple will run the ball. Uh, does he trust who coaches the offensive line? I don't and so know that there's a boys. hesitation there. I don't know yeah, that there's boys. there's a lot of like problems. N- not real connectivity right now, I believe, amongst the person that is in charge of the run game, the person that wants to call run plays. Um, but where is the interim head coach to say this is what we need to do, regardless if you don't think that person can coach a lick of their position group? We need to find the best chance to win. And that's where I thought, I thought Mickey, when, you, when it comes out in that bizarre statement by Whipple the other day that Purdy was hurt, okay, if you know that going in and you see that him. he can't play, you've got to still find the best chance to win. So he, he looked I, in his eyes at halftime.
1: That was a half-time. little hiccup.
2: He looked in his eyes yeah. at halftime and saw he was ready to go. Oh, well, yeah. That
0: must have been a special moment. Uh, I,
1: I admire the loyalty to, to your kid that you brought with you, that you were recruiting Correct. for Pitt. But it, it, it absolutely cuts your team off at of the knees in the second half. We're out of time. We are?
3: Yeah. We haven't even talked about the defense, which I think has actually done enough to keep Nebraska above water. Big time. Last week yeah. they did. Two field goals well, in the second why half. Why do we have to get off the air? This is a great discussion. <sighs>
0: <sighs> What's Sorry. coming on at nine? I don't know. Dead game to watch that's going to be sad. That's why. Wow. Mar- so, Mark, what is your prediction? Yeah, yeah like 31-13, something like that. Uh-huh. 27-10. All right. Yeah. All right. Lija. 3110.
2: Wow. I, I just don't see where this offense comes from today. Personally. Yeah. Which right, well, well of maybe, course never maybe need lead defense to in a punt return or something. Yeah. So if, Dua, of um, course Trey
3: will Don DeJuan
1: Gross is being dusted off. Hey, Great
3: uplifting discussion today, guys. Yeah. Have a bloody mary, hug your family. Go Big Red. Come on, Hey, as, as I tweeted out, John from Coordination, remember it was oh, this well, game last go. year after he was See on the, of the, the field th- taking pictures. You Remember his whole five-minute like recap Bleed of the game, oh, and My at the end he goes, no over
2: the delay dump right now." He goes, so.
3: "There's no hope. F everything. Go big red." <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a fitting way to end this show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you tuning in.
1: Uh, podcast, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Hail Varsity Radio, Sharpie. Thank you, Cranack. Uh, stay away from convenience stores. Uh, Elijah, we will
0: stay away from Mar-a-Lago. Yeah,
1: I will. I will.
0: This
3: is, this is beautiful radio.
1: We uh, we are streaming ESPN Lincoln, ESPN uh, Facebook, Hail Varsity Twitter, and uh, streaming Real Red Reaction after from the single barrel to continue this discussion of a beautiful day (laughs) at football. Thanks for tuning in to Hale Varsity.